Hello. Hello. Hi. I'm doing all right. Just waiting for my internet to crash on me again. Let's say he's waiting on his internet to crash. I'm sitting here in an oven. It's just it's quality. I quality amount of suffering be, across the board. <laughs> I think it's the monsoon season here, so we might get a flash flood. Might not. Oh, I've already had. I've already had two flash flights this week, so you should be fine. <laughs> Podcast is hanging on by a thread right now. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, it looked good. It looked visually amazing. Um, I actually could would love to be in there and just do all these cool, the cool cinematic stuff just by playing the game in general. Um, I don't see like they show like the warlock and the titan doing a lot of synergy with their their abilities. I don't see that happening too often. It's, you know, but it's still nice to know that they can synergize like that. Um, ability wise. Titans pretty much cut cookie cutter Titan, if you ask me. Uh, well, yeah, I, I could see that actually. Um, and Warlocks, Warlock actually looks good. Oh. It's basically Nova Warp, but with an added. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> it's uh, basically Nova Warp <laughs> with a <laughs> with an added. Uh, like an Elder Scrolls uh, Mage Staff, basically, is what it looks like to me. It's how, it's how I visually see it working. Oh, yeah. It, oh, thematically, the, thematically, it fits perfectly with them. Um, Hunters, obviously, I'm disappointed that they probably won't have Blink because they didn't showcase Blink. So I'm, sad, I'm saddened by that as a Hunter. Um... Otherwise, Hunter ability-wise, it looks like a good combination of um, the throwing eyes from Middle Tree Solar and spectral uh, spectral daggers, basically spectral blades.
Nah, I think it'll be good. It'll be just, I mean, kind of like you're saying, you kind of have that like multi-step process where it's um, almost kind of has a pattern and a flow to it um, versus just kind of the um, press your old button and delete a bunch of stuff off the field, uh, which is kind of, I think, a lot of what we see right now. Uh, so I think it just kind of helped maybe, I don't know, like diversify the play style a little bit uh, and just kind of create some variety, I think. Um, and especially uh, come PvP, the lane control that's going to be coming out of this, I think will definitely kind of reshape how uh, the meta and how that's played right now too. For sure. What I think, well, I'm a big MMO player. I play a lot of Final Fantasy. So we're hyped for that staff. Like, I chose Warlock just because I made Black Mage in Final Fantasy, and that was, like, the closest thing. Uh, plus, who doesn't love making people eat Nova Bombs? I mean... It is fun. It is fun. So I was... <laughs> Yes, that is yeah. that is exactly kind of what I was hoping for. But the hunters with their little like ice pick things. I don't know if anybody's ever sp- played Smash Brothers, but yeah. the two little adorable things. Climbers. Yes, <laughs> ice climber. Is- <laughs> and I have nightmares of those. Okay, <laughs> Smash Brothers <laughs> ice climbers kick my ass every time. It doesn't matter if I'm Yoshi, Link. Yeah, like, that. it doesn't matter what I pick. I always lose dice climbers. So seeing those pickaxes, not going to lie, that got me a little... I was like, why are they doing this? I, I, I saw... I obviously identified them more as, like, a sickle from... um Sounds like a, a ninja kunai or uh, kirasami. Get up. All I know is there was ice. They threw them. You break. And I mean, my brain went back to my Smash Brothers nightmares. And I'm like... I, I do have like a, I do have a little bit of a theory because you know uh, I'm not I know I'm not alone when I when we heard stasis out everyone was thinking uh, gravity like everyone was thinking gravity as a subclass and all that and then we get the premiere and we, it's mostly ice well I have a semi theory about how that could why that is um, gravity uh, zero it's basically zero gravity from space you could freeze with it. So I think that's where the uh, idea of the ice comes in. It, to me, that's a, that's a little theory of mine. I don't know that's how they're I don't know how they're working it or plan on working it. Mm-hmm. I mean, artistically, it fits. You're going to Europa that's shown it as a mostly icy planet, so it just kind of fits the aesthetic of what the next year will be, uh, year four. So. At least 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get that. That's why I said, that's why, that's why I compared it to military uh, blade barrage when it, it looks it looks like how it's going to play as far as like the, the, the throwing sickles and even the super itself because you're basically throwing your both of your sickles in the super part of it. But that, that I feel like that's like the uh, an option. Yeah, we've only gotten snippets of gameplay though. Yeah. So. I, I haven't seen it full on, so what mm-hmm. I'm thinking, what I'm hoping, fingers crossed, because I do have a hunter. She mm-hmm. gets way more love than my Titan, but, yeah. <laughs> um, like, I, w- I would like that, too, to where you would actually, like, throw the sickles more like, I want to compare it to Top Tree Solar with a Warlock, where we have the flaming swords. Yeah, so where you can just constantly do it. Kind of thing. Yeah. It's not just the two the two throws and done. Yep. Mm. Although I'm now this skin has come out just a little salty, but I get killed by hunters a lot. So I'm very glad they did not give hunters blink. Could you imagine a hunter with blink? Yes, I can, and I love I, it. No. Okay, you guys don't have to be invisible. Okay, it's like poof, ninja be gone. Next thing you know, there's a knife in my face. Like. Uh. Well, no, there's, no, there's no. no invisibility tied to this subclass as far as we are aware, so that won't be a thing as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. Warlocks are the fastest class right now. They also get shot out of the air. Mm-hmm. If they float for too long, yeah, it definitely is. Like you're sitting there in the air, throwing flaming swords at everybody, thinking you're a god, laughing, and the next thing you know, dink, dink, you're down. Mm -hmm. No armor. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I can't eat with my holding gun. Neither can John sometimes. <laughs> I try with my gun and it's like, what can you do? I like my superpower as a warlock is I I will give you a rift to heal everybody and increase your damage. Titans, I offer melted point. Hunter, I miss. That's that's my mm-hmm. I think my clan calls that pulling a job. Time to nut up or shut up. And lied. He lied a lot. <laughs> he lied. 
I do. I love lore. I am a huge Time to nut up or shut up. So, with what the what the darkness has always done is basically take and corrupt everything from the water. And this goes back from way back into like D1 before we even knew exactly what the darkness was. Like the Death Singers, the song they have, they took and corrupted was originally the song of life. It was a gift from the traveler. Um, they, what I think the darkness's thing is, is there have always been absolute final shapes. It has been a big. <laughs> See the flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we, uh, we're that absolute final shape of the Traveler. We are the guardians of light. Everything that the darkness has thrown up against us, we've stomped. Everything. Brody's whole family, Oryx, like, the backs, everything it's thrown at us, we've knocked out. That being said... That's been the whole, like, theme with the pyramids since discovering them. They're like, hey, you know what? You bring weapons, but you're not going to need those. No, 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 friend. We're, we're here to talk. We're, we're just going to chat. And then one of the lore pieces you get from, from the darkness is how they're saying, like, why do you, you don't hate winter when winter comes? You, you can't blame them. Like, the darkness is saying it's, what they're doing is just in their nature and that the traveler is, like, you know, holding us back from all we could become. But darkness's final thing, I believe, is going to be to try to dark or corrupt the light, which we're actually seeing in other bits of lore from the Praxic Order. Like, there was a piece release where Warlock and Or was on the table floor and actually had to put down a guardian and told their ghost, like, hey, you know, don't worry. You know, we're going to rehabilitate your guardian. You'll be okay. And the ghost out there and said, no, there's nothing you can do. Like, its allegiance was already to the darkness. So it's corrupting. And we're not seeing it, like, all straight out, like, in the big play of things, like, right in front of our faces. But little bits are happening to lead up to And a little off topic here, but that Sabathun is trying to break away from the darkness which is weird. She has, we killed Nacris. Okay, we killed him. Um, and then when he came back for his worm, his worm god, Zolz, was like, no, I don't want nothing to do with you. He was already in the whisper of the worm doing destruction in our hand. So kind of like shunned by his god. And he was able to raise up enough thrall to where when the guardians came to kill him, like he knew he would, he would use that bit of power to try and create himself a throne world. What was happened, the anti-Sabathun was like, no, 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 you're going to come work for me. And his job is to disrupt the messages from the darkness to us. And she had a play on it as well where she needs to learn necromancy from Nagris. So we're not sure exactly what she either, but her whole job is to basically try and get the darkness to, like, not notice what she's doing, but they do, and that's why we got the ruinous suffragy rip takeover. It was 
big middle finger to Sabathun, like they know what she's doing. We're turning other guardians into orbs and shooting her eyeballs out with them. It is and it isn't at the same time. It, yes. The hive are split, not down the middle, but into multiple. I, I, I would say multiple factions of the hive are a thing now. And the sword logic has been disproven and reproven, and the logic of it has been twisted to so much to the point that without Oryx, without Crota, without any of the other gods, their gods basically, to tell them how it actually works, people are trying to construct it into their own benefits at this point, where uh, like the whole heresy of the pit, for example, that entire lore book was of this entire topic, actually, uh, of the three siblings, uh, one in the forge, a, a forbidden magic, as you can say. Obviously, it, back, it severely backfired on them because it's that thing, but... <laughs> yeah, Sabathun sat there and watched it all and then said, nope. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> she was like, that's cute. Yeah. Now you're all dead. Except yeah. for one who's still being, who's working for Sabathun, but... Mm -hmm. Only, uh, yeah. it was a, the one who died so their brother could have a body, I believe, right? Yep, she sacrificed herself and her sister literally was, like, trying to say goodbye to her wrist when Sabathun pulled it away. Mm -hmm. And it's Savathun is like there's more at play than what we're seeing, at least those who aren't like in the lore. Mm -hmm. So, but he, so he's definitely. Him, yeah. I could I could hug him right now because he's been like one of the only ones to actually like rock it's all the ehuds because he got it. Like the hive is all kinds of splits mm -hmm. on it. Like, sword logic can be proven, sword logic can't be proven. It's, and then there's those of the hive who are like, you know what, this is all a mess. The storm's, the storm's dead. We need to create something else, even if it's beyond our me. And the ones who. Go ahead, Jarvis, yeah. So I would kind of bring up an interesting point, though, um, within all this. Um, and necessarily when it comes to, like the sword logic, and that it's, well, yes, I think there's a paracausal instance to it. I think the. I, the the biggest the biggest point of it is that it's an ideology it's like darwinism in a sense the whole the root of it it's the the strongest survive and the weak die um and so like that's the whole that's that's the darkness in an entity the idea of it is we're about life is a is only worthy to those who can fight for it and live for it where the light comes in and says no um everyone is worthy of life um and few will fight to protect that so it's kind of these clashing ideologies. Um, and so kind of an interesting point, though, I would think is when you brought up that the Guardians were the kind of the last phase of the light, I would argue that the Guardians were never meant to be. Uh, the Traveler was running from the darkness every point. You go, you can go back to, it was, it was with the Elixni, and then once the darkness showed up there, it said, F you guys, and this wasn't even the first time it did it. You can go, uh, if you go through the Volume 1 grim, Grimoire, whatever, it kind of talks through these multiple points. Um, yeah, and uh, but I think the interesting deal with that is like it wasn't until um, freaking Warmind, I can't remember his name, uh, 
Yeah, until he shot down and nuked the Traveler and the Traveler to keep him from abandoning humanity because it saw it as the only way for humanity to survive, um, that it created the Guardians. So, I don't know, so like, I think, yeah, it's a last stand now, but I think it's the, uh, but I think it's an interesting point there. Um, but, yeah. See, I don't think, though, I even don't think the darkness is necessarily... Um, also trying to be the ones like trying to end the guardians like yes it's coming after the light we're obviously a side effect of it but it wasn't the one that threw oryx at us it wasn't the one i think the hive are utilizing the darkness to try to kind of accomplish the same thing but in a much more physical form if that makes sense something that the the red war uh first initiated throughout the lore community i guess you say Mm -hmm. is this talk of is the traveler the good guy is the darkness actually the, the real good person, and we're being uh, shot, uh, blindfolded to these wrong, wrongful acts that we're doing? And and I would argue they're yeah. It, I would argue they're neutral. Said, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Go ahead>. Sorry, <laughs> but like uh, during our uh, we get we probably had a choice in Destiny Two between the Vanguard and the Drifter. We explored that possibility. A lot of us, I personally sided with the Drifter, my main character. And I'm pretty sure a couple of us here did on our main characters. And because the Drifter was the one who didn't... He's the in-between guy, basically. He doesn't follow darkness, he doesn't follow light, but he'll use whichever one gets him out of a situation. Uh, especially his use for a Taken. He didn't fully control those Taken, as we've seen through the cutscenes. He doesn't have full control of the Taken that he uses. He's just manipulating them to place them in one spot and then happen to have something in the way. It's usually how it works with it. And I'm on the side of the darkness might not be the full-on bad guy, but there's definitely more to the story we don't have. I can't, I won't say Traveler's bad, because he might not be bad from a certain point of view, you know? It is a perspective mm-hmm. game that Bungie is playing with us right now in the lore community, and Savanthun is muddling the whole mess right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an interesting. Though. It's, I mean, that's a key point you brought up. We don't have all the information, so a lot of this is speculation. It's yes. taking p- bits and pieces we have everywhere. Um, and yeah, Savathun is definitely. I think. I think the ultimate, at the end of the day, you want to put a bad guy in this whole story. It's Savathun. That's yeah. the one who the is really causing the issue. I think the darkness and light—they're neutral at the end of the day. I don't think either one's good, either one's bad. They both offer different viewpoints to how it should be happened. I mean, you go and look at the book um, unveiling. Uh, it talks about the whole. The whole thing between the winnower and the gardener in this game they're playing um and when they've realized that the game wasn't going anywhere they said hey let's create a new rule and put ourselves into the game and start meddling with it that way and so now we're now these pieces in this giant game between the darkness and the light in the traveler and the pyramids are now the paracausality or the are the paracausal pe- uh players in this game um yes yeah, so it's like the and so yeah Savathun is just the one kind of coming in though and saying all right cool this darkness thing is great. I can utilize it for these. I can utilize it to kind of be almost a third player in a sense, kind of start to control the universe and these different things and these different aspects. Um, but then realizing now through our conversations with the darkness, if you want to call it, she realizes the power that us as guardians can have and realizes like, okay, maybe this isn't a good idea. I need to, I need to put it into that. And so you start seeing all of her meddling now kind of against the darkness in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, She's basically trying to become the being above dark and light at this point. Yeah. And 
is willing to do whatever it takes for her to do so. And being her, she is the mistress of schemes. She is probably the best person to be in a position to do so. I mean, she's the liar. You go back, you can go back and like Forsaken. That whole, that whole story was her planting these lies throughout the thing to get, uh, to basically put a curse onto the Awoken and the Dreaming City and all this and that. Like is, and that's her whole biggest thing is manipulation and lying throughout the entire series. Um, she she can also claim an infinite amount of things that she's done in these lore books, but we can't prove any of them because we know she's a pathological liar. So, but she's been at play since Forsaken. Like, mm -hmm. if you read the Dream Bane or the Boots of the Great Hunt, that whole armor set um, is told from Riven's point of view, where Riven was actually taken by Oryx. Like, Mara screwed up a whole lot of stuff. Like, that is why the Ahamkara killed their killed their young in the Dreaming City. Mara made this throne world which she thought herself that after she was killed she was just going to be able to hide it and be okay but oryx took it sorry i have pneumonia i'm still trying to get over it um uh -huh. and oryx took it but ahamkara was like oh my gosh since insulin she has ruined everything now we have to kill our young before he takes them um and that is what they did and riven was taken as well and like, Riven sees it, like, the whole set is, like, you know, after we kill Oryx, she talks about how she just sees him, like, floating up there in the abyss, and he's dead. And, like, he had every right to get revenge because that was his son. And she hates the Guardians, but she loves the Guardians because some of them she's made deals with. And then it goes on forward to where um, she talks about how another presence is here and she didn't see the presence so that means the children of light didn't sense the presence and she is like the taken king but she is not and she has a game that she sees that is at play so she was taken by Sabathun um so I mean Sabathun's been at play for a while I mean even you could also argue Sabathun's involvement back into as early as Destiny 1 actually um because there have been slight hints Ever, ever so often, but again, these hints can't be validated because it's the same thing. We can only like, speculate because it basically any plot hole that Bungie has probably made in this lore could be traced back to Sabbath in, in some way. If you think about it, honestly, um, you're, you're right, there's not a lot, but lore like going just by the bits and pieces of the lore, like the things being told, like from Ruben's side. I mean, it's hinted. Lake of Shadows, you fight a Taken at the end of it, and the ball is like, well, there's not supposed to be Taken here. Like, Orcs is dead. Who's doing it? I mean, again, Sabathun. Um, she's also placed in different ways. Like, in Beyond Light, one of the first, the first season of Beyond Light that we're seeing is the ship stealer, stealer Aramis. We faced her in D1. She was arrested when we took down the House of Wolves and, you know, went into the giant Woken prison. Um, she gets out and she sees that, you know, everything she loved is gone. 
like all the houses are gone, everything's burned, and she's like, well, this sucks. She gets angry, and who does she blame? The traveler. There's also a piece of lore in there right now where it shows that we all know that Varix, most loyal, he burnt a whole bunch of bridges. But he did so thinking that going off an old Elixir um, tale that there was going to be one Kel one Kels. of Huh? The Kell of Kells. The Kell of Kells. That there was going to be one Elixir who the Traveler was going to smile down upon and he was going to bring the rest of the Elixir together. He did everything he could thinking he was going to be the Kell of Kells. Which, my opinion, I think that's going to be Mithrax. Yeah. The sweet symbol who must be protected. Him and his house um, of light. Yes, with house of light. And then there's the um, but Varix is captured by Aramis right now. One of the last pieces of stolen intelligence the lore book says that Varix is taken and he is being held by Aramis. And Aramis has thrown away her banners and has got a bunch of other, like, high, like, house dusk, house wolves, like, of other high-ranking elixir to go under this one banner. And supposedly they're on robot where we're going to be going. Also, and something... I believe. Go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. No. This is a. Well, I was gonna say the the funny thing is that uh, she is actually a Mithrax's mother. Yes, and mm-hmm. and when Mithrax gets taken by the um, Woken, like he actually tells that he wishes his mom would dock him for you know doing such for being captured. And break him like crab, and he tries to kill himself, and he's saved by I cannot say her name, SJ. We got her bow from the Shattered Throne, but she, um, but she he's saved, and that's when he gets this different outlook on everything. Um, so hopefully we're gonna see that. Hopefully we will be seeing him go up against his mom. But Aramis no longer looks to the light of, like, you know, everyone, all the Elixir were chasing the Traveler, thinking, oh, my gosh, like, you know, this is what we love. You know, he, he'll look back at us. He'll notice us, senpai. Notice me. <laughs> and she's gone yonder, and she's like, you know what? If I can't have senpai, no one can have senpai. He's going to die. Now she's out to kill him. Mm-hmm. Which puts Varix, his point of views and his morals at the opposite end. So, I mean, even though Varix let loose the entire Awoken prison and ultimately was the catalyst that killed Cade, we're going to have to save his ass, which I'm not sure how I feel about, to be honest. Not really, actually. Um, Shadow Tunes pretty much said you used up. I have no more use for you. Mm-hmm. So I think it's basically no longer used him up to his potential, got what she needed, and everything he possibly could do in her eyes. Um, so Nakris is basically through as far as uh, Savathun cares. Time to nut up or shut up. <laughs> yeah, this, this is it. <laughs> yeah, well, we do hear his voice. He's one of, he's one of the voices we hear. Yeah, cool. 
No, let's move on. Well, I don't know. I found it again back to what I said earlier about you we don't know which one's actually the good guy in this scenario, the light or the dark kind of thing. But also if you think about it, the hive, their abilities are from the deep, which is speculated to be from the dark, but not confirmed as far as I'm aware. Uh so I was hoping somebody bring that up. Yeah. We don't <laughs> fully know if the hive are technically a part of darkness. <laughs> um yeah. We just, I I think it's the deepest derivative from the darkness, obviously, but it's not the darkness as people think it is. Personally, I feel like that's kind of an obvious plot point that they people assign themselves to, and uh, I think it's more complicatedly fun for darkness to be its own entity, like we see with the pyramid ships. And again, it's we don't know if there actually are a salvation or not. What we can do is test. The waters basically is what we're doing basically with space space disabilities coming in. We're testing the waters with the dark with the, with the pyramid ships, aka the darkness, and seeing where it takes us. And I feel like our decision, like I'm hoping at some point, our decision we made to choose the, the drifter or the vanguard comes into play at a pivotal mo moment where we had actually choose between dark and light because the way the narrative is going, there's no way we can't have that choice it has to be there that or Bungie takes the wheel and like hey you're going like like even that's fine but there still has to be a point of where our character feels conflicted to choose one or the other as far as the how the story i see the story progressing it, that has to be a, a you know inevitable in my opinion yeah and i mean it goes back to like earlier conversation where it's like is do you point them as the bad guy and causing this destruction, or do you point it again as the neutral figure and where the pawns being used in the game? Um, and I think, yeah, that choice is, I think that choice is coming, whether or not, yeah, you're going to pick between the darkness and the light. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily, it's not going to be like, uh, I don't think it's going to be like a like World of Warcraft, Horde versus Alliance, good versus, you think you're the good guy, you think they're the bad guy thing. I think it's going to be more of a, a like, what, what abilities, what mindset, what, kind of theology, quote-unquote, or philosophy, rather, I think is the better term, do you want to use to battle Savathun or whatever the big boss is or evil person it is at the end of the day? Um, I think it'd be so cool. Like, I think it's unknown. I think it'd be cool. I, mean, I think we've gone. We're now we're in, we're in the pendulum swing of one. We're we've been in this one extreme of the light, and kind of that's been the main philosophy. And now that the darkness is coming in, you're going to see the pendulum swing to the other side. And as you have Mars, I on all these places, basically go into a barren wasteland of only the strong survive. And I think at some point it's going to settle in the middle. Uh, but I think we're going to spend a little bit of time on this other side where it is going to be for most people. It's going to be rough. I say people outside of the guardians, like. It's going to be a rough time. And yeah, every citizen is going to suck. Yeah, for yeah. <laughs> her and Devram. So but. I actually have a piece of lore 
I have my books right next to me. Love them. They're my babies. But right after Oryx kills his hagworm, Oryx, the first navigator, sat upon his god with his sword and his words, and cut off in pieces, and took those pieces, the secrets of calling upon the deep. He wrote the secret on a set of tablets, which he called the Tablets of Ruin, and he wore them about his waist. Then Oryx said, I may speak to the deep, the beautiful final shape. I will be king of shapes. I will learn all the secrets of our destiny. His speech to the deep is not recorded here, but it is known that he returned and he said, now I am Oryx, the taking king, and I have the power to take life and make it my own. When he went out into the universe and fought the Yusimi with his tablets and his worm god was pleased. So he went down there and he did talk to the deep. Now, I want to take that little piece where it says, like, he has the power to take life and make it his own. And look at when we actually got our messages from the darkness with Eris and Shadowkeep, where it goes to the gardener and the winnower. The winnower's job was just that, to, to take life. The gardener planted it, the winnower came behind and took it. And when they put themselves into this game, you know, um, another part of that lore later on in that lore book, it says that, you know, she stabbed the gardener, that she, in sort of a way, like, cheated. Like, she saw what he was going to do, and the gardener always forgives, and blah, 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 and, like, she, she always attacked. So, I kind of, when I reread... Book of Sorrows on my stream that kind of stuck out a little bit. Um, as to the darkness is, in my mind, undoubtedly connected to deep. Um, I think the final shape, the final shape has always been, you know, the kind of push of everything, even in with the dames with the darkness. With the gardener and the winnower, they were always trying to get, you know, that final pattern. But it was all coming out the same. And that's when they said, screw the rules, you know, we'll just play a different game. Um, I think when we sided with the darkness or with the drifter or with the vanguard, we made a choice. But she made it very clear right then and there that the choices we would make would affect our future gameplay. So, I mean, I went, my warlock went with the drifter, and my hunter went with the vanguard. Because, you know, Kate. Mm -hmm. I did vice versa. <laughs> but, 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 you know, it, it, I was going to add to your thing. It, the darkness and the deep are of the same power, but we don't know. I would say we don't fully know if it's the same power or if it's derivative from the darkness. Is it yeah. possible to? me up because they said they can't hear me. I am I'm so sorry. I mean I could try talking like a dude that makes my clan laugh, but I mean it makes my voice deeper. <laughs> but I think that they're connected. And when I brought it up that you know we are going to be playing with the darkness comes Stasis. I mean, mm -hmm. 
it's it's out there. Someone brought up the fact that, you know, should Malfur, he's going to come after us because, you know, we're messing with the darkness, blah, 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 blah. Um, I don't think that's the case because we're doing it. We're not being taken over by the darkness. We're going to be using those darkness powers and bending them to our will. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I was saying, when I say derivative, I mean, like, the deep is a split from the darkness itself. But not the actual darkness. It is a portion of the darkness, like originate originated from the darkness, and it's been made into its own. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying they are two different energies; they are one and the same. Still, it's just one's one comes from the other. Yes, but we, also think don't, we, we don't have an origin for the pyramids, though. But we have more of an origin of the deep, more so than the pyramids right now. Yeah, I think we're going to be running into the veil. Um, I mean, we see them in the, those really kind of hot female-looking statues with the veil over her face in Garden of Sorrows, or Garden of Salvation. Um, so we see that. Um, I think we're going to be running into them later on in Beyond Light. Um, and I think that's going to be kind of like what the... Traveler did with us, like he turned us into guardians. So what's saying that the darkness, who doesn't like, you know, in the prophecy they say they're two sides of the same coin. Mm -hmm. So the darkness has say the same powers as the traveler. So what's to say the darkness didn't create its own race of guardians? Which the drifter hints about too. Yes. Uh, I mean, could you not call the hive, though, in a sense, assuming that you call the deep, the darkness, all that, and whatnot? Would you not? Could the hive not be considered, though, that dark guardian in a lot of ways, where it's trying to perform the deeds of I, I could, darkness? I honestly couldn't because of the the actual fodder they send at us. Don't have paracols of powers like we do. In the same, and they also the same started sense. off as the krill on fundament. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they went deep in, with the space needle and met. Yeah. But I mean, also the guardians though started off as human as humans. That after the, after the traveler did its space magic, became guardians. So it's you have a similar. Yeah, but our, I would say our abilities are way too vastly different because they're the number they wise number, number wise like the hive would need more. Beings who aren't oryx, who aren't seventh doom, to have paracausal effects on the realities and stuff, who aren't related to those beings, if it's, when, if it's the same. The hive are basically hosts for their worm gods, like Akka, when they went down there into the deep and met their worm gods. The deals that oryx, seventh doom, and Zivirath made with their worm gods was look, you're going to take these worms. You're going to put these worms in whatever orifice you want, and they're going to feed off you. And if you don't feed your worm, your worm's going to eat you. So they basically went back up top to their people with these... I, I don't know what your stream's rating is, so I won't say the way I would. Okay, well... They, okay, so they basically took these bunch of baby worms back up to the, their people, like, okay, guys, Put in these hive suppositories, and then you're going to feed it. And if you don't feed your worm, your worm's going to eat you. So, I mean, 
it's different as far as like the origin stories go, but after Oryx was taken, I believe the darkness when he went down there to the deep and he had that conversation about the final shape and being able to take life, I believe that the darkness did kind of extend that to him. Because Oryx had more powers than all of his sisters after he got those tablets ruined. We also do Got the secret from the Worm God of Secrets, who probably yes, gave him the okay. who led him to the darkness, more or less. Yep. We still have will. Mm -hmm. Does that go back though to the whole idea between the the sword logic being the the strongest survive? There's a single way to life and power versus the travelers. I have here's power for everybody. Protect each other with it. Like, hey, you know what I'm saying? You, you are have totally welcome. Warm bum plugs for everybody. I'm glad I affected that. My job is what? done. My job is done. I actually think a better candidate for the guardian, uh, for a guardian equivalent on a darkness would be the creatures that the drifter and his previous gang ran into at the edge of the, uh, at the edge of the light, basically. Uh, that was able to drain their light away. I think those are more of a more plausible candidate for a darkness equivalent to guardians in this, or at least an after effect of that. Because that that was the first and last time we've heard of those kind of creatures in all in all of the lore books that I've read, at least. And. It could be. We don't, we don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely because you're right. That is the last that at least I've we seen of it. The old D1, when we look at what the veil was, like one of the big things they had was these like swampy, ugly monsters. Um, and I think that's what the drifter ran into when he was out there at the edge of the light. But a more, yes. uh, yeah. But it's like swampy. Yeah, like I think. That's what we Bungie was trying to go with. Yeah. We didn't really get a clear enough description of these creatures to fully have an idea in our heads. We know they're very primal in how they behave. So they could be a civilization that the darkness quote unquote corrupted or uh, you know saved. And they lost their ability to be sentient. It just went back to primal and feral instincts. That could be a thing, but that's also me just adding a little too much to the Lord. It's not, not it's all speculation for me. Mm -hmm. And we we don't know where, where Satan has been all this time and what she has seen and what she has learned. But we do know the darkness isn't happy with Sabathun trying to go and do her own thing either. No, they're, but they're because no one back. really is. 
like, and Sabbath, we're like, dude, we just want to hear the messages. And Sabbath was like, no, you have like my last two weeks messed up Sudoku puzzle here, figure it out. Like, (laughs) I mean, I get it that she wants to break away. But it's also Sabathun, so I mean, we can't trust her as far as we can throw her, even though we've been I mean, for a very present for all we For all we know, actually, she is working hand-in-hand with the darkness, and the whole, for her breaking away thing is a, is a ploy. That's true. <laughs> yeah, if you if you want to get back into the darkness as the bad guy, th- th- that theory, then yeah, you start going down that route, for sure. Yeah, definitely. If the darkness is the bad guy, and he ends up working with Sabathun, we have our answer. But if Sabathun is breaking away from the darkness, then we go into both sides are neutral and are just colliding with each other because that's their, that's how life works. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is me playing devil's advocate, so I apologize ahead of time. Go ahead. <laughs> she wants to be an independent woman. Yes, she does want to be an independent woman. <laughs> but I want to look at it kind of this way. Um, when you read the Book of Sorrow, you find out that all three of those siblings, like Sabathun, didn't want to become a mother just to have babies and lay eggs and whatever hive do. She wanted to become a mother and eat the, the mother's jelly so she would have a longer life. She wanted to live long enough to make it. Zibarorah, she wanted to become a knight that protected her family. Like, they all started out... With, with the best intentions. With the best intentions. So as much as, you know, I hate Crota for more reasons than just one. My my clan had me proposed to him in D1 when the proposal email came out. lied to me. There was no more. Ever. Liars. <laughs> like, one of them could be like, oh, my deathbed. I was like, you sure? Is there going to be lore when I go on your deathbed too? Are you like about that as well? But... Like, there's, you, you can't necessarily hate them, okay? Mm-hmm. And, like, Crota being expelled, in my opinion, was just a harmless play- prank played on orcs by his sister. Like, she was like, you know, it's going to be funny, I'm going to let all these mechs in, my nephew's dumb, he's going to learn my lesson here, and I'm going to be, like, five galaxies away by the time my brother gets back. So, you can't necessarily hate them as a whole. But what I'm saying is, like, down to the deep, okay, they started with the darkness, all for the best intentions to save their people. Now, Sabathun, saying she's breaking away, maybe she sees the darkness for what I mean, that, that is... She doesn't want to play the game with them anymore. And, like, they're very strict on, like, what you have is, like, free will, like been kind of a thing like with the like oryx okay sabathun killed her own brother sister thing mm-hmm. if i don't remember it was before or after his transition but yeah. killed him because he did not want to go and kill a world full of innocent people he took back his throne he had his osnium court he was like no we're good and his worm is like why are you showing mercy no no we're not good you're gonna go kill them and you're going to go kill them now because I said so. And his sister basically, like, murdered him and threw him in his throne world. And while his worm god talked crap to him, be like, yeah, you like that knife? You're almost dead? That's what you get for showing mercy. 
Like this is like well, the darkness is. Yeah, very brutal. But also, we can also I I would rule that more as a the sword logic in of itself, not just the darkness. The darkness needs to work on multiple logics. From what I can tell, he didn't work on just sword logic. His conversation with us wouldn't. The, our conversation with the darkness doesn't. To me, does not show sword logic. That actually shows weakness. He had opportunity to kill us unarmed, and he didn't take it. Yep. And but again, like I was saying, the whole thing with the darkness is they like taking the tra traveler's toys and mm -hmm. corrupting it. Like, oh, you like that? <laughs> Look, it's my now. Like petty little things like that. So for us, he's viewing us as like, "Look, that's the final shape. That's the traveler's final shape. I'm gonna take it and make it my own." And be like, neener, 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 look what I have now, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, another another point to bring up is uh, both Savantoon and Shibura Ruff had their final deaths previously and were brought back to life by Oryx. We could see Oryx return to life from Savantoon's trickery. It is a plausibility thing to happen, like a Deisic Machina kind of style, where... Oryx can, even though we fully killed him, even in his throne world, he did the same thing to his sisters, and they came back still. Like, yep, he I, did. I, he I, brought them, and it's written on the tablets of ruin on how to do that. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, Savtoon has those now, doesn't she? I think it'll be an echo at first. I think it'll be an echo of Oryx if we get it back. Unless this, but again, that's speculating too far ahead without a story reason to. Yeah, that's well, the whole yeah, point of the a lot could happen in a year with, with Bungie now. Speculation. <laughs> I want a raid where Crota proposes to you and then you meet him off the map. That's what I Reverse stomp. Yes, let's reverse stomp that. Okay, I want a raid where Crota's going to propose to me and then I eat him off the map. <laughs> so basically, the darkness is a five-year-old who wants to eat this way and keeps changing the rules. This is why I don't want kids. Well, even like even if you just read the lore, it does come off very childish in how darkness speaks in the first place. Like very, but it's also, I think it's a, a ruse to provide as a false innocence, basically. Where it looks too pure or whatever, and we hey, has, lower our guard around it. Has anybody watched Naruto? Yes. I know it's off, uh, off topic, but I have a point for this, I promise. Don't look at me that way, Mr. Stash, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, who invited this person here? Uh, okay, so everybody remembers Toby? Mm -hmm. I love Toby. Neck jutsu for days, okay. But Toby turned out not to be sweet, innocent Toby. Okay, that's what I think the darkness is doing. Like, they're talking, like, Yeah, you know, I'm just a petty little five year old, I want to take all the toys. But in reality, it's gonna be like, Oh, now you're my toy, now you do my bidding. It's gonna turn very bad very quickly. I, 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 John, you know this of me, I am a massive Star Wars fan. I have done as much lore diving to Star Wars as I have in the Destiny 2, probably not more. And I see a lot of, um, there are a lot of parallels we, we can make with the Darkness and Light with just how Star Wars, you know, the Sith versus Jedi. Uh, 
Yes, it feels it, it well. In, they're both inspired, but not, not expired. Inspired. I don't know. It's an old concept for a long time ago, but uh, it exactly. <laughs> but uh, it's it is very much uh, the light and dark are always in a balance. And in Destiny Two, that balance is the traveler is the light. Wherever it goes, the light has its power. The darkness has its power. Mathematically, what that means is there's way more darkness out there. The light is super strong to equal out that balance. Unless things are imbalanced without our knowledge. As far as I'm aware, they're not. If they might be turning imbalanced through Desavathun. Other than that, before her... Also, this darkness. this isn't the first time the darkness has been to our solar system either. It's been here before. Why did would it leave in the first place? Well, well, yeah, no, it never did completely leave. It had a crash ship on the moon, <laughs> um, but oh yeah, exactly. It's a full, full on retcon. Like <laughs> it, the the interesting thing about that is though the darkness. What was its reason for leaving in the first place? Did it think we were dead? The traveler was still alive, unconscious but alive technically. Um, why did it leave? I think Mm -hmm. The Sith Lords is like, what? He woke up from his nap? <laughs> like one of the best evil characters and then kill him off. And twice. They killed him twice. Yeah. And then, <laughs> twice. Yeah, and then somehow bring back Wrinkle Sack Palpatine like from the dead. Like, come on now. I can go on a different I can go on a different tangent about Star Wars at a different <laughs> podcast in a different galaxy. <laughs> It it was also in the actual auto, audible book of it as well uh, that they Brad, they talked about the way it, I I could explain that real quick if you want. Uh, basically, he, <laughs> he 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 felt that when he, yeah well when Va when Vader picked him up and threw him down the shaft uh, before the explosion, he uh, was <laughs> yeah. yeah he was able to uh, because he had, next to his throne room was a room of Sith mirrors. Because of the Sith mirrors, he was able to teleport his his essence away, uh, well, his physical body away, and then he went into hiding, created a clone, transferred his essence into that clone, found out the clone's not perfect, therefore his power is killing the clone, which is why we see him in a rotting dead corpse, and he made several other clones. He had one clone that was close to perfect but wasn't strong enough to hold him. That was his, I think, it was his son. Uh, quote unquote, side like a Jingle Fett, Boba Fett kind of thing. Um, and that's who becomes Ray's father, like, and that's and Ray becomes the perfect body because she's not a clone. That's how that's supposed to work. That, that it is, and it is already talking, 
it's, it's about to get worse. There are, there's already talk about retconning the retcon. Yeah, it's going to get Absolutely. worse. It's going to get way worse for a lore guy. The theory that he just pushed his light pillar button. In my mm. head, all I saw is, like you said, throwing him down the shaft and basically the doom is like, go F yourself. And then mm. he literally went and did it again. Yeah. I mean, like, I would have been fine if they pulled, like, the uh, the Dark Empire on us, where it was a clone, but he actually did blow up and die, but his Sith ghost came back. I would have been alright with that. Mm. That would have worked out way better, in my opinion, if they pulled that off, uh, but they didn't, so. Then Instead, Clone they, they, Sheev they, getting a... They spit in the there? face of the trilogy. <laughs> in my opinion, I Well, actually, it wasn't part of lore. Disney made uh, Legends. <laughs> Disney, Disney kicked that out. <laughs> nah, even in, in now canon, uh, they're uh, they're a Sith ghost still. They're still they're still in canon. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we're in the same spot. It, yeah. it goes back to what we've already said earlier about them it's just being their, in their nature. Although I don't know if anyone uh, remembers this game. I think it was like one of one of the Final Fantasies. I think it was like uh, six or eight. I can't remember which. But they play with the idea of uh, a, you getting put into an altered dimension where you were a force of the light fighting against darkness and you put alternate dimension where darkness is fighting light still but the good guys are the darkness and the bad guys are the light in this world final fantasy 14 we just had that expansion yeah that was I, but, it, but it was out before, i remember it being out it being a thing before 14 so i might be one of those final fantasy clones i'm thinking of then um so what they did um what he's talking about they just did a whole, uh, whole expansion in 14 where in yours, yeah, you are the guardian of light. Um, and then you find out in another world, the light has grown too strong. So you go over there and become a warrior of darkness and fight the light, which again, everything is about balance. Like you can't have. Marasov speaks on that. You know, you can't have too much light, you can't have too much darkness. But she also, I do want to quote that she called the darkness poison. Mm. Very blatantly. So I get where you're going. Um, I, I will die on this hill. I think the darkness is bad. But I also have seen, played enough bungee games to know that they might turn it around on us and be like, hey, guess what? You know the traveler? Yeah. That's Satan incarnated. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically it's basically what it is like with Bungie and their past storytelling history. Um, we can't rule out the possibility of darkness being full on evil or is a force of good. We can't we have not ruled it out because if you think about it, you can make some comparison with a, a dictatorship with the travelers, uh, how it works, where when we had the speaker still because it was like you don't question me kind of thing. Very dictatorial in its nature, um, in my opinion. It, well, it's, it's also lies, yes. 
but you know he was but he also wasn't a guardian either he was just a normal human and i want to kind of like i know this is like an off branch of the topic but in the speaker's lore it's it talks of um one of the original iron lords she left saying she was going to go find another speaker mm-hmm. Never come so back. what i think might happen is that he's actually going to she's actually going to wind up coming back with another speaker whether be, it will be a or child be the new speaker herself yep or be the new speaker herself and maybe we'll get lucky because the speaker made his mask because he wasn't hearing everything from the traveler as clearly so he made a mask to amplify it um i'm kind of hoping when she goes with it where we're actually get a speaker who doesn't well, need anything the, the to traveler it. well the traveler is awake now previously the traveler was a dormant at the Red War, and the speaker died, the Traveler was fully awoken. Well, no. Nor, nor, nor will it with this, this. Nor will it for a while. It also is it's something, it's a very much like a God kind of thing, where you have a creation, but you're not allowed to interfere with it. You're only allowed to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Concept of free will. And the ability to have your own fate, not just the concept of fate, is a very tricky concept to talk about to some people. Some people don't believe it. Some people do believe in it. it you know, it doesn't really matter in the end of the day, in my opinion. Well, then we just go on to the vex, don't we? Who who made time their bitch in a sense? <laughs> that is quite true. Mm-hmm. That's not true, actually. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying, but uh, and I, I had to, as a lore, as a Star Wars lore guy, I had to correct you. <laughs> the force, the force, the force has its own intelligence. It is, it has its own will, and it is both dark and light at the same time. It influences. It plays both sides of the game at the same time. It is. It's not two separate entities like we see in Destiny 2. It is one entity, technically. Uh, and it, it just, for, like, the will of the Force is a big thing in Star Wars, for Jedi especially. So that's not a metaphorical thing. It's a literal concept. The, the Force wills them to do something. It very much nudges them, much it pushes them toward a, a, a direction. Uh, and that's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, but it's it very much why the Sith diverted from the Jedi to begin with, and why all this, you know, it, it basically the, so the lore books for Destiny Two, where we had the the, the two Widower and the Gardener playing the game, then they decided to put themselves into the game. The Star Wars equivalent of that was we have the the original Jedi, which is a uh, when but Jedi who practice both dark and light, the very first Force users in the beginning of Star Wars, particularly like fifty thousand years in the past or something like that, and then they split off into dark, to dark and then to light, 
that was the forces version of interjecting in the game, changing it up by making them split. Because the other one was just stagnant. And that's where we see in Destiny 2, that's why they interjected it into themselves, because the game was becoming stagnant. And what and because of our accidental interference in their game, which Traveler did not predict it happening with Rasputin, Rasputin threw a whole wrench in the game and made us players, in a sense. Less were, and I mean, more, I mean, actual players less than pawns because we're entering the end game in a very literal sense. Of this is going to be, it's going to go up to the point of the final showdown of Dark and Light. It is going to end the actual game of the Widower and Gardener. I think that's what we're leading up to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the end of Destiny. Yeah. As we know it, at least. <laughs> Honestly, I like the, there is a theme on that, like the whole reason why the Traveler chose our solar system. The Nine, in my view, there's an old piece of lore. I mean, I can look it up if I need to, but the Nine represent the planet. Um, And there's an old piece of lore from one where the Traveler came in and saw like, you know, nine different kind of beings that needed help. So I believe he chose our solar system for that reason. And, you know, the Nine are kind of like an old bickering council, arguing over, you know, being shorted 25 cents up to 50 cent coupon. Like, <laughs> can't make up their minds for anything. Um, it states that in the Prophecy Dungeon. But that's that's very much what I believe. Mm-hmm. And we'll keep, you know, going on, you know, there was the trials of the nine. With with the nine, there is I would say less even almost just as much information of, about the nine as there is seven thing. But with the nine we we can't afford to speculate more and believe more of what is told about them because there's no meddling in that. Um with the nine, they're they are believed to live in a I guess you say parallel dimension that almost like a spectral dimension that that's how they are able to watch us. At least this is something that is speculated in a, in a couple of, in one of the lore books, I can't remember the exact one, I think it was in D1. And that the nine are actually just dark matter that has gained sentience. And that is what, and that's why, because it's one of the first, it's the first dark matter to gain sentience. Therefore, that's why the traveler chose them. They draw the, it, it, it. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess it's in there. It is technically the Destiny Two spectral dimension. <laughs> but uh, we don't fully know what they are. We've there've been times where we thought they were ghost shells. Or times we thought they were the 
the how many, the one some of the AI that was back in the golden age, uh, the ones who are missing, and there we are just people who are ascended to higher being. Like we don't know what the nine are. We know their game is to play both. It's to play both sides, but we don't know their end game. We don't know why they're playing both sides. They're almost godlike in their nature and how they behave and stuff like that. Like, almost like they think they're gods, just like the like the traveler in the darkness. Well, we don't even know they're paracausal or not because they hadn't. They don't have a physical body, as far as we were, because that's why we had. That's why we had the emissary, and. The way she became the emissary is just very convoluted, I guess you could say. Um, to me, it's convoluted because of the whole port the portal system breaking down on her and her being in front of the nine immediately. I don't know how much to take that as, as the portal accidentally putting her there or as much as the nine pulling her there. And we don't have, we don't even get a satisfying answer to that during it, the uh, lore either. So the the nine are much like I guess so then a very interesting piece of the lore. Definitely big game players in the lore, and it's just it's a very hard thing to to uh, nail them to one side or the other. Just as something in general, we don't fully know. And like I said, they play a very godlike role in our universe. Um, or at least give off the essence they believe they are gods. Because we, again, there's no way of proving which of the other. Until, yeah, we see, see them, until we see them, I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I think it's, again, speculation. It's like, I think they see themselves in that midst of kind of in between the two kind of having pieces of both, they kind of feel like they play that middle ground and almost kind of the gods per se of, hey, we are both light and dark. Let us now be the one that decides what happens here and try to bring it to it. I think that's the idea behind it. They're supposed to be, mm -hmm. they're supposed to be the perfect middle ground. Yeah, so they they are the true final shape. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. All I'm thinking of when you guys say that is the meme where the darkness is coming to make the final shape and it's a traveler on top of the pyramid as an ice cream cone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's but that's the nine. the nine, though. There's nothing about them that we know for real. <laughs> like, yeah. That's all where I'm able to go with this. It's like, yeah. maybe the nine are going to be the, you know, cherries on chocolate sauce and eating it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I would love to see a physical form of them because dark because uh, how dark matter is, it, it exists everywhere. Everything is made of it. So, the the say they're made they're yeah, but to say they're dark matter to gain sentience, to me, almost is like if everything is made of dark matter, then what do they become? I so this still is an think point, though. they uh, came according... as the planets. That's mm-hmm. that's my view mm-hmm. on it. I think that's I think that's a cover personally. But I mean, according though to Destinypedia and dark matter, there's been. While yes, they are dark matter, all this and that, there's been no direct connection between dark matter and the darkness itself. No, there isn't. But yeah. that, 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 I'm speaking on realistic science terms wise. Like everything mm-hmm. is made of dark matter. And Destiny 2 plays on a lot of real world science in that sense. Mm-hmm. They try to get a lot of it as scientifically correct as they can while embellishing what they can't. <laughs> But yet, guns work in zero gravity, so it's great. We hear everything. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, <laughs> I don't know how I people on the laser gun will work in zero gravity. Okay, but my revoker wouldn't work. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> and neither would my summoner. Okay, like no. only to trace rivals, laser attack only. I mean, maybe if they put us in like sumo suits. With air oxygen and laser rifles, that might work. Kill your opponent while they're jumping in the air by poking a hole and letting them suffocate slowly. God, that's awful. <laughs> you can, you can, a, a human can live up to I think five to six minutes in, in zero. In, in yeah, zero. but you're still gonna suffer. Oh well, yeah, you, you're obviously gonna suffer a lot because it's <laughs> it's gonna hurt. You're gonna be damaged regardless if you survive or not. Like, I'm really mad at you today. Let's go to the moon. Mm-hmm. Pop a hole in your bubble. Okay, you're almost dead. Plug it up. Did you learn anything? What did we learn? <laughs> my, how how big can my lungs expand before I, I had to say no? Because he was a wet paper towel neck ninja turtle reject. That's what he. <laughs> yeah. Well, because ca- ca- the vex is a hole. Oh, are we going down that rabbit hole right now? Mm-hmm. We can. We, 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 we very much hole. can. Honestly, okay, the vex from my favorite. Just the the clear. We. I, I feel like everything we've talked about already. The only thing we hadn't really talked about obviously is the vex stuff. And Gaul, I will clear. I can say this for Gaul. He went out to the light because it was more attainable and less scary than the darkness. Callus has seen Callus has seen the darkness and fears it. If Callus fears it, Gaul fears it because he's not an idiot. <laughs> okay, like Gaul came down here and took our like like light like we weren't using it. All right, and they kicked me off a ship. Can we mm-hmm. talk about Rue? 
Okay, and there's a dead but... story that has the Cabal secret, quote, secretly running away from a terrible power. It is presumed the darkness. So for them, if they're already trying to escape the darkness, what's the one thing that constantly goes around to planets and solar systems and makes the, it better? The one weapon they light. can use Traveler. as a war society, as a yeah. war-born society, the, the light is the best weapon they can get. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's... Darkness. Like... I... I'm mean, trying to keep this as PG-13 because I, I, I just yeah. like Gull so much. It's All right, let's move on from Gull then. <laughs> testicular spaceship mentor. Okay. That. Look, I'll just go out and say it now. His yeah. face looks like a dried up ball sack. There's no other way to say it. Mm -hmm. he, like, he was ugly. All right. That dude, okay, was telling him like, "Hey, no, we're we're just gonna take the light. Like, we're done. Okay, we're gonna harvest that power. We'll be good." And Gull's like, "No, I want to be chosen. Well, nobody's gonna choose you, Gull. Okay, your own mother didn't choose you. She threw you out. That has to say something. Like, mm. I, I I just like Gull. Like, he came through to try and like be a guardian. That was what he wanted, which was you know awesome aspirations, but wrong way of doing it. <laughs> exactly. The mm -hmm. road." Methrax is more plausible to me. I can see, I can see Methrax becoming the the first Elixir Guardian. Yep, D two. All right, first mission in D two when we are on Titan, and we are told to go down there and get that nuclear core, and the Elixir line. The, yeah, the Elixir and the Hive are fighting over it, and you get the choice to choose one. And if you kill the Hive Knight. Mithrax looks at you and is like, all right, here, take it. I'm done. Bye. Have it. Like, Mithrax is the cinnamon roll and he deserves to be protected. 1v1 well, if you agree otherwise. Else to note <laughs> about Mithrax, real quick, is that he, uh, after our, even before our exploits, after we, we first met him with the Hive Knight, he has been working with a different, with a, guard, a team of guardians, actually. Um, as, as their third, as the third fire team member of that team, and, and that's why when we go for zero hour, mm -hmm. um, his his guardians like they're really pissed, like they're like, look, this is our fire team member, we can't let him go in there by himself. But they, like, they we... couldn't do it. Yep, and, and that's and because of our reputation, our reputation is what is going to because we are so reputable in the guardian standpoint. And the Vanguard, we have so much say. If our Guardian talked, he would change nations in a literal sense. With the stuff we have done, and if what our Guardian says will get done if we ask of it. No, it does not. But it is a plausibility. And also, the ghost. But here's the thing: the, tra the traveler himself doesn't choose, but a ghost can. And a, yeah. and, a go and ghosts have chose people who are still alive. You don't have to be dead. You don't. You don't have to be dead to be a, a worthy person. You can be alive, much uh, like was Shin Mafura. He wasn't a dead person. He, he just gotten to have the ghost to be a guardian. Okay, and and then look back at, Sh at um, Shin Mafura. Okay. Baron Ward's ghost shows him. It mm -hmm. scans him. He mm -hmm. has a ghost. It's in the lore, in the last word. Mm -hmm. After Jaren Ward is dead, 
and Yor wrote him that note and sent him the gun back to him with his ghost, Jaren's ghost rescanned. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he basically, like, Jaren's ghost rechose him. Yeah. And Awoken's aren't human, and they're allowed to be guardians. Yep. Exos aren't mm-hmm. living things, and they're allowed to be guardians. It is still for a beast to get his own ghost. That's what we're waiting on. It's all we gotta wait on mm-hmm. is for a ghost to choose him, and for a ghost to come oh. out from the edges of our universe back to the traveler and meet up with Beatrix. That's all we're waiting for right now. I think that's gonna happen probably, hopefully, before he kicks the shit out of his mom. He's gonna go I, in there and be like, oh, "I want to be a guardian." She's like, "No, Cinnabon is gonna be a guardian." I think it, I think it'd be cool if he actually got picked. If he fought his mom, died, then got picked. Like mid, like it, it probably. Is. I, I can see, I can like, see him doing that. Do you guys want to try? Because if Beefrax dies, we, I'm we need, cry. we need, the, we need more emotional connection to these characters to bring people back. <laughs> no. See, the only reason I look at it is just at Bungie. Let us make Elixir characters. Like, come on, I will delete yeah, my. I'll like, be the first to delete my Titan. The, maybe, yeah, exactly. Oh, come on. There, there was speculation, D3 speculation, that there was going to be a fourth race, which I believe would be Elixity. But could you imagine mm-hmm. how awesome that would be to be running on four legs and then all of a sudden pop up behind somebody and shoot them? I would mean, get revenge on so many hunters. The question is, will, 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 will we be a, what kind of Elixity would be? Would it be a drag, a vandal, a captain? Because there, diff- there is a difference in all of them. Um, Honestly, I would want to be a I think a cast is too big. <laughs> Cats I mean, dwarf us as guardians. They're much taller. They're much taller than us. I'd actually yeah, be a servitor. Thank you. Do that, like, whole invisible, like. It'd be a vandal. <laughs> I want to be a sniper shape. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I just want to go. <laughs> But, yeah, one the most likely would be a would be a the most likely version of a of a guardian player wise would be a vandal mm-hmm. or a, a drag because drags are the only ones that have two arms the other ones have four. No, I want four arms. I want fall on the ground, bite a hunter in the ankles, <laughs> and then shoot. That's what I wanted. But yeah. <laughs> Here we go. I think we should establish where the Vex stand as far as like all this goes. I mean, where the Vex stand? You got, I mean, you got, you essentially got two parties. You got Soul Divisive and you got everybody else. Mm-hmm. Soul Divisive saying, hey, I'm a worship, I'm a worship the darkness and the black heart being the aspect of that. And, uh, and so it's like, thus the whole idea, them seeing, darkness as salvation thus that whole quote and everything it gave back to us and thus you have the whole uh um cathology analysis all through analogies all through the uh the black garden raid i can't remember yep. the name of it right now uh garden salvation it's like you have that whole theme tying through it um because it's like the whole vex their whole idea was like okay we're gonna find a future uh where we are the sole paracausal entity there is no darkness, there is no light, because we have now defeated all of it. Um, and then all of a sudden the darkness shows up and it goes, hold up, we can't defeat this, this is beyond us. And so half of them fled, the other half say, well, if you can't beat it, join it, and start 
worshiping it and feeding on it. That's what we're going with. Like, if you, I don't know if anybody played Place Trials here. I do a little bit of both. But I drugged myself through the slaughter for the one win when the lore book came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I also dragged some of my fire teams actually in chat. I dragged them completely under level to put a heresy for lore too. But okay, um, but <laughs> in the trials lore, <laughs> there is a. It, oh no, he's gone. Bring him back. Or when Jesus said, when Jesus said no. Um, but there's actually lore of Vance has been lying to us for years. Okay, like I'm waiting for the day when we get to like shoot him. I'm so angry. Been lying to us. He's been lying to us since he won. He's been working with the darkness. Him and his whole like parts of his band there, um, because his ears are more tuned so when we were doing the trials of Osiris and we were dying he was listening to music from the top of the lighthouse so like there would be light tones and then when there would be darker tones that would be you've got a blanket for the rabbit mom I'm in the middle of a pocket mom I'm in a pocket no, no, Oh my god, I don't care about this stupid rabbit. Just go. I told her no, and you took her behind the rabbit. Great timing. I love this. It's happening right now. She got another mouse too. I said. What you're saying is Vecra a rabbit. They just keep (laughs) What I'm saying, my mom is pulling some dirty darkness. My mom's the darkness, guys. That's what this is. The darkness is my mother. Yes, we do. <laughs> Sorry, this whole, guys. This whole hour and a half discussion only to find out that her mom is the darkness. Thanks for coming. Yeah. We appreciate yeah. it. I have no idea. Some lore books. I, I, I just came back. Yeah, no being clue. bad and terrible. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> Brother Vance. Oh, yeah, Vance sucks. To, yeah, he sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, we're listening to um, the. He was listening to Guardians die, and every time a Guardian died, the lighthouse would send out a darker tower. And anybody who's actually been to the lighthouse, You'll see there's a bunch of Vex, Vex statues, minotaurs, holding up giant orbs on top of it. When a guardian dies, it sets out a darker tone. They were, you know, they were actually going through and, you know, I'm actually going to pull up the lore. Hold on. Trials and tribulations. So... See if I could dumb this down. So the first one is weird. You know how Benji likes to do it where you have to read it once and then you read it again because there's like footnotes in it, right? Mm-hmm. So this is actually how the Vex came to Mercury. Um, how the Gamma E gradients dimmed against the Mercury and sky, 
of the Karaman line against the howl of a starred wind. The fountains of the great deep burst forth apart from the floodgates, and the black screen of tomorrow fell open. Within, within the rip, without form, nor ever to be seen, a monolithic hunk of fluid and steel convulsed. Time to nut up or shut up. And excreted coils of shimmering glorious life. Sorry, it says probing. <laughs> probing host. <laughs> probing host of multitudes, flattering tendrils, and godly horde that no time would accept, slipping down the gullet of the heavens to make landfall. So that's how. It does. It sounds like some head time. I'm not even gonna lie. I don't know <laughs> what Bungie was smoking when they wrote this, but I want to tell them Bungie sits. No back smoke. Um, chrome hooked appendages. Breach sky, counted in triplets, stretched for miles through sun-soaked atmosphere. They bored with deepest intentions the marigold sands from the great temporal chasms. With mouths of creation float an ocean. Float an ocean of smoke guys out of a mouth. Oh god, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's about this, I promise. Um, so the books came down. Like this, okay, and then the open mouth stain, curl plated tongues in ritualistic completion. Sorry, they spit out, spit out a bunch of bucks open in these scenes. Across the world grew beauty, a terrible consciousness that yearned to establish the connection from its progenitor. The Hulk vessels cried out, pulsing with light. The pool fires pulsed dull tones in recognition, and the starless black sealed once more. Restoring the soul dominated sky. Awaiting an angular shadow eliminated left the spires who began their work, and the light was sown, erased. So the darkness has been taking it over. Now, what my best part here, I believe, would be right here. Um, this part. This is uh, chapter eight of it. It's called Idolate Tree. Probably pronounced that wrong, but that's okay. Vance had been waiting for this moment since his purpose was revealed to him. He'd often fantasized of what it would like to be, meet the fabled Osiris. He had imagined the exchange many times. Brother Vance, I'm indebted to your servitude. You have solved one of the greatest mysteries of our age. Your dedication, wisdom, and passion inspire me. Revigorate my born. No, great Osiris, it is you who inspire me to become the man you see before you. Together, we could change the world. This was anything but that moment. You've wrapped your mind around an idea of your own making. I've always tolerated the spawning movement of yours, but this is a step too far, Osiris seethed. Brother Vance was awestruck. He stared blankly at Osiris, unsure of what he could say to quell his anger and dissolve his frustration. What I have discovered is dangerous enough to destroy every man, woman, and child in existence. Your meddling with force is outside your grasp, Osiris reprimanded. I warn you here and now, remove yourself from this lighthouse, find a simple life, start a family, write music, leave Mercury and the fool's errand behind. Vance considered this. I thought you would be proud. 
Osiris sullen grumbled, told him otherwise. If you hold the weight of my words at all, you will honor them. Your duties will be assumed by another. Vance's chest fell as if an avalanche had occurred. The cavalcaded of dread filled his lungs. He turned away from the man he admired for so long, speechless and demoralized. Standing in front of the mercurial vista before him, overwhelmed and listening. The lush marigold sand slopes sweeping over themselves with each breeze, rushing radiolating fluid, cascading down the vexed encampments. The distant pulsing of unclaimed, unclaimed patrol beacon. His back now to the structure that once inspired him with its song, it mocked him with a deafening silence. How can he calculated this, this so much? Osiris felt a prig of pity for Vance, but he had greater matters to attend to and left without offering farewell. That was rough, Sagir sneered. But he was right. Everything he discovered, the implications, I know, Osiris admitted remorsefully, which makes the situation all the more precarious. Osiris waved, and the fans came bolting out from the lighthouse at a breakneck pace. Here we go. Hush, Sagira. Queen Marasov wanted me to tell you. To tell you, Vance struggled to catch his black breath. She wanted me to tell you to plant the seed. Osiris studied Vance quizzically. I don't know what that means, but she said you would. Vance offered apologetically. I believe I do. Osiris replied, placing his hand on Vance's still heaving shoulder. Thank you. Quite useful. Well done. But that, Osiris disappeared. Vance listened to the sails of Osiris t as Osiris took off. The pungent smell of burning fuel from his turbine engine clogged his nostrils as he repeated to himself. Well done. With a smile breaking across his so, even though Trials of Cyrus has been going on forever, um, and what I read was one of the, one of the later lores, but there's also a piece of lore where Vance goes to Marasov with his findings that every time a guardian dies, the darkness. Um, he was wanting to use that under the guise that we were basically paying Vance and his buddies to kill ourselves for a piece of weapon for their, we were funding our own deaths for their studies. Um, he's connected to the darkness in a way. I don't think Vance is fully good anymore. So with that, we can also go with Shacks, where a lot of people who've been compromised at this point, be it by darkness or by Savathun. And Vance... Could be very much be one of the people who are compromised, but uh, mm -hmm. yes, Vance very much compromised, so. And it's not necessarily Shax who's compromised. Well, he is, is he is from the Ahamkara skull above his head. <laughs> he is, but the one who the Ahamkara skull is actually focusing on is actually Zabala. Now, well, I'm, yeah, it wants both of them. <laughs> Traveler's chosen lore. It speaks of the Ahamkara's call actually looking at Zavala. And like we think he did take Cade's death hard, but he did. And it's actually speaking out as Sabathun, of course, saying there is a sweet spot there that is rotten, but is nice and soft. And she pokes at it before calling him a dog, saying she's ready to dis disrupt. Like she sees him speaking out to the traveler and hears him, but she's ready to disrupt any message the traveler would send him back to him. But the traveler does not, he doesn't speak. So the traveler is not talking to Zavala. Zavala is depressed. So, as much as I don't like this, this Zavala, 
it might hurt me just a little bit to keep them. <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie, as well as a big Lala because he died. He's like, no, we can't send any more billions to die. I don't care. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Icor is an extent too because she's lost her spine mostly. She's playing too careful. She called him a coward, and she was like, "You know." I mean, yeah, but she isn't the first to call Zavala a coward, though, and she's not the first time she's done it either. I think. I think she's just trying to keep everybody together. I think she's trying to be that group. Yeah, she and, very much so is, but I also see her as a she's the last thing holding the Vanguard together at this point. And I think we might see the Vanguard start to split, but what I'm waiting for, is which alternate, we know is going to happen, is Aldrin's going to show up and I'm just going to how many times she's going to kill him and his ghost bring him back just so she can kill him again. Like before he stated. Yeah. But it's it's already been stated that uh, in the lore itself, Alder has been cited by a few guardians here and there. He has him, um, which I get, but that, that's still not. I still want to like. It's a plot. It's a plot thread that's not gone anywhere yet. And I, uh, so we all assume Bungie has to pull that thread sometime. Yeah, that's Aldrin. Uh, I want to say you're too older. Uh, no, you're too older. Which lost sector? Somebody tell me. On Where? IO. On IO, uh, which it was Did the you play best. On PS4? No. All, PS, all PC it. players here. <laughs> look, I'm stuck with these elitist guys, okay? Don't look down on me because I'm poor. Never said we looked down on you. Uh, not because you're poor. It's. No, you're you're fighting Vex. You're fighting Vex in that one. Mm -hmm. It's on the one Ashamir's at the one the very south end of the, the starting area. I want to see this. There, there's there is a. There is a clip on hmm. John's. John has a clip of it already. So. I, I kind of just want to see it myself so I can cuss up the screen and make it mm. <laughs> I mean, the only people it could be would be the strength, uh, a bunch of T's as the stranger and it, or Aldrin. Well, we know the stranger's been messing with timelines since we're going talking about Vex right now. Mm. Um. Speaking of which, like, you know, with the Exos, she uses Vex yeah. magic, Vex technology. Yep. Um, Vex tech to travel. Vex tech. And speaking of Elsie, like, a big thing with the Braze, the Braze and the Ishtar Collective were not friends. They weren't friends at all. Elsie, mm -hmm. being a Braze, she had a friend named Myers Thunderdash who was actually in the Ishtar Collective. 
pretty high up. This is also mentioned in Cade's um, The Taken King special box. Came with a book. Um, yes and no. Um, more so like Rasputin talks, talks on it in D1. Um, but Maya Sunderdash was in the Ishtar Collective. She was also friends with Elsie Brayev way before she went and joined the Ishtar Collective. Um, Elsie was put into an EXO. I believe the backstory on that is that she was sick. Um, and that's why there was a bunch of like countdown days till blah, 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 blah. And then when it happened, um, she speaks how Anna's going to play a huge part, blah, blah, blah. we got to look out for her sister. And that's where, you know, the Vex come in. She's been using Vex tech to kind of teleport. So um, if, the, if the stranger is Elsie, uh, the thing is, this is not a, our Elsie, technically. Or it could be. No, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the same Elsie because she talks about. But how... she's from the future. That's the thing. I think it's a different timeline, Elsie, because she's seen a world of darkness ruled. She... Tell that to Osiris. timelines for me to mess up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there. Yes, mm-hmm. but the, the Vex also do mess with time travel itself, though. Um, they do. That's, that's why we have the three different types of Vex uh, models. Uh, and even in the Book of Sorrows. Well, a Vex, live, a Vex live always are alive. In uh, any timeline, there is a Vex. They're they're all there, basically. Is what I'm saying. Like, even in the Sorrows, Oryx gets a Vex mind that he winds up playing with that takes on his old shape. And he found that so amusing, he gave it to his sister, Sabathun. That Vex mind, while taking on his old shape as Oryx with an A, uh, she says, the Vex mind says, you know what, I'm going to send this out to the other Vex so we could go and find the timeline that this is in so we could try and end the hive there before they become what they are. Um, so yeah, there's. I think, I think Elsie is maybe not the same Elsie, but the same because indeed one, mm-hmm. there was a book you could buy from the speaker, that was for a hunter, that said it belonged. It was the cloak of Anna Bray who lost her fight mm-hmm. at Twilight. Now D two, it's very apparent. It's very apparent Anna Bray is alive, and she has her ghost Jinju, so she didn't lose her light there. Um, it's talked about even with the stranger lore, how the strangerism, you know, the mysterious stranger steps in to interact with other guardians, not just ourselves, that kind of set aside great, like, you know, diverts us from great calamity. So I think she's been the timeline a lot more than, you know, what was like at all. Well, yes, yes and no, but, uh, pretty, and herself, she had nothing to do with, because, uh, we actually have a, a, uh, Bungie comic. Uh, with the story of how Anna faked her death. That's why they got. Oh. Yeah, there's a there's a comic from Bungie uh, showing Anna Bray and how she faked her death, and then went into uh, Mars to go find Mars people. 
to go find Rasputin and look in her past. past. Yeah. Yeah. Which Zavala is like, nah, you can't do blah 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 yeah. blah. Which is why she, as a hunter, that's why she fakes her death because you know hunters love exploring. You can't tie them down. The Black well, Garden is, uh, I don't know. The Black I'm... Garden one is the birthplace of the Vex. Um, that is my opinion yeah. where, you know, like he said, it's... some of the Vex, you can't beat them, join them. Okay? Mm -hmm. First thing in the Black Garden, when we go in there for the heart of the garden, you see a bunch of Vex worshipping something that is dark, that's itself for Vex. Um... And then tie it back to, you know, what we've learned from the Lighthouse Lord with the Vex. I think there is some of the Vex who are worshipping it, but there is a, guard, a tree of the silver wings, which was hinted on in Forsaken Traveler was speaking to Ikora. She says, I keep seeing, you know, trees with silver wings when you go out to the, when you go out to the, um, little drawer. She tells you to I could pull up the lore where Osiris actually plans. I could do that. I, I live for lore. <laughs> I don't think Osiris is going to plant it at seed, the seed that uh, we're planting uh, with now. He's a different seed. There is more than one tree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't think it's. The trees we're dealing with now are the ones he planted. This one no. he planted. He planted it one for a future use, I believe. But literally planted a plot line for a bunch to pull up later, is what I'm saying. Because <laughs> if Mara asked her to do it, this is part of Mara's, uh, one of Mara's plans stuff. So it has nothing to do with, well, nothing came from the darkness or the light. It was from that the Osiris is from Mara more so than anything else. We'll see it. I actually will see it uh, during the Seventh Doom fight campaign, whatever next, whenever one, that one wants to drop for us. This, that's when we'll start seeing that one more uh, coming to play. That is a very good question. So, is it because that's where the light's strongest because the traveler's been there, the tree is able it's to like flourish? Thing, huh? But you've got to keep in mind, um, Mara's been friends with this mysterious stranger for quite some time. And the mysterious stranger does travel time on. Mm -hmm. And when Osa, when Brother Vance came to Mara with what he proved to be, you know, useful information. Mara was like, I know what you've been doing. You think you're going to sit there and run a scam underneath my own nose in my own kingdom? No, like, I know what you're doing. I already know what you found. Um, and she tells him the same, like, you know, stay the hell away from it. You're messing with things you don't understand. Mm -hmm. But I pulled it up. The Bungie website where it came over, um, 
It's called, the title of it is What Gets Me Caught. It came out the February 20th. I'm willing, Mars, I'm willing to overlook your past. Crimson light quivers, excels and surges and waves across bedrock walls and a quickening temo, tempo divided of machination ripples in judgment. Trust doesn't come e easily with you, Osiris eyes of war my life. He reminds Salad and remember, remember Saladin, Saladin's words, remembers the name that were, he feels small again against the wash alone. And I just want to point out, okay, Osiris went in there with a scout rifle to, like, threaten the war mine. He could have done it with a super soaker and probably been more effective. I mean, it's Okay, I want to get that up since we're touching on this. Like, if I'm going up against the computer, like, I mean, you guys heard me beforehand when I was starting my laptop. I didn't threaten it with a gun. I said I was going to sacrifice it to Poseidon. So, water is much more effective. Um, Osiris felt the weight of Raspian's assessment. Rhythmic sigh for crashing over him as displays lean projections onto maddening motion. Osiris' face splits into golden multitudes to consume the information, eyes in all directions, searching for the path. Raspian constructs a model of the system, highlighting an anomalous signal near the edge of the soul's interface. Osiris' mind sieves the data into manufactured purpose. He is led, never one to follow, with nothing left to chase. Oxidized dust scours the landing pads to gear a great Osiris as he exits the bunker and slumps into his jump ship. How'd it go? Better than expected. Did you say hi to Anna? She's busy. We have a lead. He went there behind Anna's back because he knew Anna would probably shoot him. And then rest him again. Tell her to stay away from Osiris. Or stay away from the war mind. Um, Osiris grips his flight sticks. His gaze slips betwixt and between points of focus. Do we have to leave right now? Sergio floats in his sideline. I'm sure Sate would, their eyes don't meet. We have a long fight. Sagira remains silent, her tone sharpens. How long? And then it goes to a bunch of different things. I mean, this is a really long post. Mm. Um. In the sense of things, like, there's a lot of planning going on behind the scene on multiple fronts at this point. Um, mm -hmm. And that's I didn't you know story wise like if you don't dive into the the lore as deep as what we do you're not going to understand the story as deeply as most as you probably could have. So instead uh, of reading it all like out, what is basically happening is Marnu prior of what was going to happen. I believe she got that information from the mysterious stranger. She was told to go plant. Um, basically why is because I believe the trees with silver wings do have something to do with the traveler's hole, possibly, on the planet. Or just the planets in general. Um, we see the darkness is doing something with the tree. It looks like it's trying to, like, siphon or inject, I should say, because it looks like the darkness powers are going down into the tree's roots. Um, and then Osiris was told to plant the seed. So he goes and he gets a seed. He speaks with the war mine rescue who basically gives him the direction on where to go to plant the seed. So that's what Osiris is doing now. It doesn't tell him actually planting the seeds. 
it ends with um, the path of law and fell, falls to a simulation. Osiris flees, flees for the safety of Sagiri's bleeding light. The gullet quivers reverberation that trails his every step into the silent chromatic glisten. He calls for her to open the ship to break the false light wave that beats that besets his every step to I'm glad you changed your mind. Shadira shines a reflection across the cockpit as Osara jump ships Osiris's jump ship rolls into the face of the sun, ready to go. Keep your slingshot jump locked, trajectory clear, green line. Sagira, he grips the cold metal metal sea. See, yes, the sun hangs dim in the distance of the sea ink. Its warning glare burns the focus out of Osiris's eyes. Blind to any other points, they drift into these coming anticipation vessels drenched in an angular shadow. So he was sent to get the seed. He went to the planet and he did get the seed, but while getting the seed, there was fake light. Which we 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 already encountered fake light uh like twice in this thing too. Fake um, light was beating at him. Um, which is why he was running so fast to get to, back to Sakira because he knew if he died in that fake light, it probably wouldn't be very good at all. At least in my thing. But he grips it's a cold metal seed that he went and grabbed. Um, and he went to like a cathedral, is what it what it is. We yeah, we don't know where it is. Like the cathedral part could very well easily be either see where Devram sits, but like it's also if it was on Earth, there are thousands, if not millions, of cathedrals you could have gone to. Um, so that's not the well, it might not be a cathedral by our standards either, though. It could be a cathedral what, from a, what a, next creation has been called a cathedral somewhere, and yeah, exactly. Like a like the vault of glass is not technically a vault, or is not made of glass either. So it's just a nice thing. But yeah, the the lore is just there are so many different points of it, and there's way more than what we can ever cover. Just sitting here talking about it. There are speculations about that. There's not only there's uh, anything concrete like how Rasputin was able to do this. Um, some believe he might have had help from the Nine um, to do it, and some uh, that's some people I've heard at least. Uh, I think is also the traveler wasn't expecting it. Traveler's never had that kind of resistance before. Plus, Rasputin's an AI, artificial in nature. The Vex may be robotic, but they're not artificial. They're technically organic that walk in, uh, in artificial bodies. The Vex milk is the Vex are, are the milk, basically. It's their consciousness. So an AI calculation may have caught the traveler by surprise. So it could really have just been as simple as that. But the traveler. Yeah, I think 
Charlotte's also not tight to fight back from something. Yeah. You got to think the whole the whole time up to that point, he would the traveler would move to an area, make it great, give it all this prosperity. Darkness would show up. Traveler bolts. Uh, it did this over many systems before it reached the elixir. It did it to the elixir, and it was going to do it to our system. And so it's all all I had to do was say, hey, like, how do I get it to halt? And then it's forced now to do something. And it's, it's thing it did was release the ghosts and create the guardians. And yeah. basically, the traveler gave us the tools for its own demise in a sense. Because mm-hmm. because it's because of the traveler that we were able to build things like rescue. And the weapons he used, and the, mm-hmm. and the weapons he used are still considered to be really advanced, even to us now. Um, so, after all we've seen, all the Vex stuff we've seen, and Rasputin's still really, really advanced. You know, <laughs> think about in that. Rasputin's um, defense, though, like if you read the lore that came with his whole DLC, which was, you know, nobody liked throwing them balls. It was basically forges out in the open. Um, but with his whole thing, you, you find out that Rasputin was created by people, but he also created those people for him. And then in D1 lore, you find out that Rasputin, actually part of the mysterious stranger, was when she walks, like, when he, she, he sees her, he's like, you know, you know what, you were mine, but you're not mine no more. Mm-hmm. How, how do you, show me how you step between and over timelines, and actually he refers to her as a spider walking across the web, web, asking her, like, you know, is there a specific timeline that you're looking for? Um, and tries, like, offering help, saying, like, he doesn't understand these times where, you know, dead things don't stay dead. And what's worse is a corpse with will when in his days he ruled everything with an iron fist. Um, and then you find out that he actually had people he cared about that he gave, you know, his gifts to, like his armor and everything to keep them safe because they in return kept him safe. And it was speculated that the whole reason why Osiris went in there with a scout rifle instead of a super soaker was because he thought Rasputin already saw how everything was going to go, so he was going to side with the dark because he already tried it once and failed. We also see how Zabala talks to him. I was like, yeah, you're scared. I'm scared too. The darkness is coming. Like, you know, the best we can do is, you know, try it. And we saw how that worked. The right. darkness basically. And also, uh, a little clarification on that. Uh, Rasputin tried to fight the darkness at first. That's why he kept the Traveler with us, because he calculated the Traveler was the humanity, because his entire original programming was humanity safety. And he had full permissions to do whatever necessary to do to, to guarantee humanity safety. He calculated the Traveler leaving would mean humanities destroyed. Therefore, he forced the Traveler to stay and try to fire off the darkness, failing at that point. Which is why I think that's why we see the one downed pyramid ship in the moon. I think that's Rasputin's doing personally. I think Rasputin did hit that one. He got it. But then you see other changes happening on all the other planets too. Like if you, I don't know if anybody's paying attention, but if you go to Io, you see any little like toppers flying around everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um. And then if you actually look like in the data mine for things to come, um, there's bits of there that happen with like 
each and every person on this planet. Like, with, um, you see Anna Bray and her struggle with, you know, Rasputin shutting down. Mm. And how the darkness affects it and what's going to happen. I'm not going to go to, like, too big into spoilers here because yeah. that Florida hasn't been out yet. So I'll it's also, it's also a subject to change. Yep. So I'll, I'm going to keep my mouth shut on that because nothing there is finite. <laughs> Well, bless you. <laughs> with that, the darkness is it's corrupting things and it's getting worse with each passing week. Mm-hmm. Um, effects, I think they play a part. Like, I, I, I love Rod. He gets all the hugs tonight because he got it. Like, <laughs> if you can't beat him, join him is basically what. Well, that, that was Jarvis, to be fair. That was my Jarvis. line. Hold on Jarvis here. Jarvis said that one. I'll give it that to Jarvis. <laughs> hey, hold on here. I'm, uh, I'm taking the little bit of credit I can get. I, I was not involved in hardly any of the next conversation. I was all Jarvis. But, yeah, Jarvis uh, gets, all the, gets all the love. Although sometimes I will pop those layers you give me, you know, when I go off on him. Oh, it's everybody. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. I'm used to him. It's ADHD. Squirrel. You know, um, but with that being said, like we're looking at kind of, I think the Vex are going to be playing another part, another bigger role. I think we're going to see see the darkness do some things. Um, according to the data mine that we're probably not going to like. Um, more so like. With with Vance himself. Mm-hmm. But like Rod said, things are subject to change. So I mean it could happen. I mean you still have a few weeks left. But... I'd be interested to see what happens to uh, trials as a game mode. Because <laughs> we can't go back to Mercury. <laughs> or, uh, well they've already said that's not changing. The lighthouse will still be there regardless of how the story pans out. Yeah. Yeah, I so mean that's it's, gonna... it's, it, it, you know a, con- a continuity of things in my opinion. Yeah. There is none. <laughs> Video game logic. Exactly. Video game logic. Yeah. Like, yeah. That means any future lore uh, gain from it is from Seventh Moon. <laughs> that's, how I, I, that's, how, that's how I would view it. <laughs> um, but I think a lot of it has to do with um, just... A lot is going to be happening very quickly up until November. I think Bungie isn't done throwing curveballs out of chat. Uh, we still have, we still have the uh, Traveler's Chosen questline. We still have we still have the uh, evacuation stuff. We've done the prep work. We haven't done anything else. Mm-hmm. So we still have a lot quests like gameplay wise to go through. Uh, Solstice. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we're going to see the darkness start terraforming these areas and removing all the things the traveler did to Mars and Mercury and all these things. I would you're going to see that. the I think you see the darkness undo it. I think we're going to get a bit of that towards the I end. I think we are because, like, like we said, you know, two sides of the same coin. The traveler terraformed Venus. Remember? Mm-hmm. Something that'll be really interesting though is like the traveler's energy that we see from like the spot on Io where he used to be. 
uh, you know, the pieces of, or the pieces of Traveler that are spread around the universe at this point. It'd be really interesting to see those become integrated into darkness. And that's how, and that is because, and that's why we get our powers. Because I thought we took a degree or anything like that, we basically got a uh, sneak peek before the darkness was able to give us, give us a taste of it by him accidentally corrupting a piece of the light. And we, and that's how we gain our powers. Because on IOs, how we gained our third, our third uh, tree for each of the supers. And I don't know if anybody remembers, but the um, space traveler the actually kind of spoke out to us when we were there getting our third yep, supers. We we're the first person for the traveler to speak to ever. Yep. So I mean, our guardians are basically like the chosen one. So yeah. that's where I think for the darkness be like, oh, you're speaking to this one. Well, you know, I'm going to take them. They're going to become my new toy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I feel like Traveler, I and I hope the Traveler's chosen quest line, I, I like the way we end it and get the gun, is by the Traveler itself speaking to us. I think that, that would, is... I think that would thematically be the best thing ever because, and our character becomes a new speaker or something. I, yeah, permanently this time. <laughs> Not. I die. Yeah. In any time. There's quite a few. Th there's, the thing is, we're paracausal in nature, so therefore timelines don't apply. Yeah, but we also went and kicked that timeline's butt too. Remember, we all did that stupid puzzle. Mm -hmm. The only, Wait. the only way. So I think that I think that's why Vault of Glass came about because Vault of Glass, <laughs> the Vault of Glass is the only place where we could cease to exist in all timelines. Well, it could but, be like the darkness is uh, doing something at the Vault of Glasses. That's why we're going back to it. That's why Binobunji is bringing it back, story-wise. Otherwise, then mm -hmm. that's just mechanically a fun ready to come bring back and see in D2. And then that very well could play into the balance situation I was speaking about way earlier in the podcast with the Star Wars analogy. Um, darkness is so powerful right now because there's only one source of light, aka the Traveler, and it's a very small spectrum of the universe. So the Traveler does that, and it puts the table on it, That the darkness is now the one on the run. And that would, yeah. Yeah. Plus, also, we don't know how long they've been playing cat and mouse. Since uh, before so... time. Huh. <laughs> so I want to uh, touch on this um, just a little bit. So, 
petulant is one of the lore entries we got from Jorgas. Um, it says, this is a rebuke to Savathun for her interference. Perhaps she is jealous of our direct access to the pyramid. She led the hive to the darkness, but she has had eons to regret that choice. Can we exploit this? Um, Savathun, queen of all encrypts, Savathun who has distorted these messages so badly that only the tenacious drifter can unscramble them. Why does the Hive God Trickster want to prevent our contact with her god? Simplest answer, it's all a trick. You did exactly as I required. Is her retort to any defeat? How can her plans be foiled when no one understands what they are? But would she dare defy the deep itself? Perhaps she would. Sabathun's wretched existence is bound to the need to confuse. To understand is her is, her is to destroy her. Is she set on is she still set on luring, luring us into a black hole? Some newborn universe where she could be a true god, or is that a lie too? I am on the verge of some discovery that threatens her. And then Eris wraps it up with Jupiter is always straight above at night. The whole sky is a fire. Tons of sulfur burning in the flux tube that connects Io to the Jovian pole. I burn my trash and the smoke drifts up forever. The radio howls like wolves. I am lonely. Someone needs to go give Eris a hug. <laughs> Poor Eris. Lonely. Standing next to the drifter. And that's what I think. Like, a lot of it, like, we didn't put our allegiance to the drifter. Um, do I think the drifter is all bad? At first, I didn't like the drifter at all. But during the season of the drifter, when we actually got to see his lore and his side of things, I don't think the drifter's with the darkness at all. No, he's not. But that's why he's I chose not. him in the first place. And then he says, like, there's only things out there that the darkness itself can destroy. And I think when he was out there on the edge of light, he saw things. Things that he hasn't told us yet. And I think when we do go over and start using the stasis, I think Drifter and Eris are going to play a big role in that. I mean, we see them center well, yeah, they, they have to. That's, their, that's what they're built up to. Do I think Zavala is going to like it? No, he's probably going to have a litter of kittens. <laughs> the, uh, so an interesting point about this is the fact that you know we all chose our main characters to be on the Drifter side. Well, if you go on to our secondary characters, you know, he has different voice lines to us for a lot of things. And he, he actually does. Snitches. Yeah. It causes, it causes a snitch, uh, uh, a rat. Yeah. So you chose Vanguard or, or your character. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, get in there, you snitch. Go get yeah. my moat, snitch, you rat. <laughs> Make up your <laughs> but, you know, and that's actually and that's true for all of inter his interactions with us. That decision is basically even now, like you go through the public events stuff, he actually does have different voice lines when he's directing us as a player, based on what our what we chose. Longest podcast yet. <laughs> <laughs> Rub. Mm -hmm. And 
My name is Jarvis, Drew, whatever, either or. Um, I'm a lighting designer for various events and stuff in uh, the DFW area and whatnot. Um, so it's just with everything shut down, it's been great. I love it. Then, uh, <laughs> Thank you, Corona fan. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, uh, yeah. But no, so it's then, yeah, like on the side, just I enjoy Destiny and whatnot. Um, it's kind of like the first big game franchise I got into and whatnot. And so it's kind of been, it's been a ride for sure. So, yeah. I am a mom. I I was a nurse before our my beloved state decided to say we need a bachelor's degree. That's two papers to write. Um, so I have a, a medical degree, but with a compromised immune system and coronavirus going around, my doctor has said, no, you need to stay on this side of the earth. So I stream full time. That is dumb. Um, I love Destiny. I love lore. I'm also a writer. I'm working on hopefully finishing up my first But I do basically I'm, I read lore every night on my stream. That is what I do from either Destiny or Final Fantasy or any of the other games I play. Like There's always story to it. Nice. Um, didn't have, that's my thing. It's like, growing up, we had like an N64 for a little bit and like a PlayStation 2. Um, but like gaming wasn't really like huge in it. Like would maybe play like, I don't know, like The Sims or random stuff like that. Uh, it wasn't really till like Diablo 3. I was like, oh, dang, this is cool. <laughs> like, um, uh, and kind of got, dude, D4 drops, it's going to be rough. Um, but yeah, it, that's, and, that's <laughs> I think everyone's in that boat. Uh, but but yeah, no. So I mean, it was never. It was. It was I was saying I was late to the party. How about that? All right. Um, I grew up. I have nine older brothers, so we had video games from, you know. <laughs> yeah. <I> <sighs> Can I get an F in chat, please? <laughs> Lots of them. Um, growing up, um, like, we always had video games. Somehow, you know, my grandparents had a Dreamcast we played on. Um, I didn't touch very much. And then we also played on, like, um, the Super Nintendo, the regular Nintendo. I hated Duck Hunt. But the past <laughs> That dog was a jerk. Um, and then, probably not. <laughs> no, you. If you didn't like the dog already, you would hate duck season. <laughs> I I I grew up with you know those games playing video games. I couldn't play video games. I was we lived in the middle of nowhere, so I was out bringing in every animal I found was homeless and needed to be home. That includes, like, you know, snakes, tarantulas, coyotes, a bobcat wonky. But I'm out. that's what they get. I was, like, 
six and we had five acres of land and they were like, go play. My <laughs> brothers didn't want to play with me. I was a girl. Their idea of playing with me was let's dig a hole and throw all these creepy crawlies in there and then throw you in there with it. So, I mean, I didn't. They're like, oh, it's fun. Sounds right. Yeah, sounds right. <laughs> like, as an older brother, I, I can't confirm that's a thing we do. <laughs> they, they did that to me once and I almost died. I got bit by a rattlesnake. Oh, no. And my uncle didn't realize I wasn't there until like 20 minutes into dinner. And then oh my god. Yeah, lucky. I in and out of consciousness with him hitting my brother and my cousin's head up against the, the wall as they drove the passenger window. Mm-hmm. So I didn't die. Didn't play with mm-hmm. them again ever. You know, when they said, hey, mm-hmm. I got a fun game. I was like, nope, I'm going. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back over here with his uh, grandma's pot and some twigs and leaves and pretend to be a witch for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big nope. But um, lots of fun there. And other than that, it was just uh, video games have always kind of been the thing. And then like in high school, it was I was the nerdy person who liked anime and video games more than and theater more than, you know, like football games and things like that. So I've been playing video games. Yes, theater was fun. Um, but uh, we had, you know, video games have always kind of been there. And then when I got older and could buy my own system, I did what my brothers did, but you know, you can't touch it. Go away. Go get a job. Um, fun stuff. I kind of just hang out with people who do. I'll very rarely turn it on, but I'm just, yeah, I mainly just kind of hang out. <laughs> you may hear me in other people's streams. That's about, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Dude, you still got more to go. <laughs> oh, God. Streaming schedule. What is that? When I'm in the streaming schedule, I'm normally um, sometimes later at night. I do try to get on during the day, but my house is hectic. As you heard, my mom, she's the, she's the darkness. She randomly like comes in and doesn't care what I'm doing. It's look at what this cute thing I brought your children that you specifically said no about, but you were busy, so I took it as a yes. Darkness, coordinated. Um, I every day destiny uh borderlands final fantasy 14 boat simulator all guys whatever i feel like playing but i always tell stories so if you guys ever want lore you always pop in my name on twitch is jenna Hime. um pop in Hang out with the rest of the booty warriors. Did you guys see my emotes though? Hold up. It's you an ash. That ass shacks. You haven't shared these in chat? Oh my god. Do you? I love this so much. Int. That's Mara's booty. That's <laughs> Mara's booty. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you... 
yes. I say cell phones, and this happened to me many times. I'm not gonna lie. I'll be sitting here playing on my phone that drops. It's like, hey, look, thunder and lightning caught you. You live a today. I do play couch simulation. <laughs> And I know there was a death game. That one was fun, too. Um, where you run around as a TV goose. By the way, that is the random fact about me. I hate geese. I hate geese with a passion. I mean, um, I geese are just the worst, farm. so, you know, it's okay. I grew up on a farm, and when I was, like, five, a geese bit me my ass. And I was trying to hit it. My grandfather yelled me to actually hit the thing and not pet it, so I hate geese. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, what my what my internet allows, yes, which I'm proud of, proud of it. It lasted for a while now, <laughs> but uh, yeah, now I've been streaming lately. I've been mostly in, Cru in the Destiny Two Crucible. Uh, I do plan on doing another or either continuing or restarting a Total War, uh, Total War Warhammer Two campaign. Uh, maybe a different race. Well, Kurt was what playing last time. I don't know. No. Mm -hmm. can, I, can I ask for, for a favor, Journey? Can you I give love these two gentlemen shout outs to you? Actually, follow them. I want to them. Both of them. Rot. No, Rot and. Uh, <laughs> I want to see Jarvis. <laughs> yeah. Just, just be aware, awesome. my face is only on my face is only only ever on stream on Journey stream. I, I don't stream with Cam. Hey. <laughs> um. I I know it's been worked hard on this. Uh, I don't stream with the camera. Just because um, being a girl and liking video games, there's a lot of stigmas out there. And then mm -hmm. yeah, I am, I guess, blessed in certain places where anything I wear, like I wear t-shirts and it shows cleavage. Mm -hmm. So I would prefer people to like me for me and not, you know, my testicles. So I don't yeah. It was mentioned. You're, you beat your quota. <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't do cam because like, I like immersion. With the camera, and I'm like, no, I, you know, and I'm glad you mentioned it to me. Like you don't. Have Camera. Yeah, I chose so, camp for stream immersion for not only me but everyone's in chat because some games I, are just better off that way. Yeah, I'm one of them. Like, please just watch me die and fall off things as I flew instead of. <laughs> yes, but that's right. the real reason people are there. Yeah, I'm also working on a DD campaign. Oh, yes, I see that one. I've seen it. Yeah. I hop. I hate old people. It's very much a. Uh, it's very much one of those. Uh, like you have 
five minutes to die games. They need to find yeah five minutes to find ways of killing yourself kind of game, style game. What looks like oh that's what it looked like to me. But instead of you killing yourself, it's more killing the other people. <laughs> I know my players are in chat, so if you guys would please go and get just hit the little heart buttons on these gentlemen, appreciate it. They're pretty. It makes cool. it more exciting. It's gonna send me an email every time you do. So, <laughs> blow up do that through his through his computer. Well, last time, <laughs> like button, all the emails. Yeah. Yeah. Shocking. Shocking. Thanks for having me. It was fun. I hope you have me back. Especially like, nah, this girl's crazy. We're not having her back. <laughs> <laughs> Come back. Bugs, chicken. Bye. Be safe. Watch out for high butt plugs. Yeah. Yeah, that's the plan.